Are you listening? Damn. Welcome back, listeners. This is the Three Amigos podcast here. I am Mike with my buddy Marshall. What's up, buddy? Hello, hello, hello. Uh, Adam's uh, still out of the office. Um, guessing that NyQuil didn't do the trick for him the other night. He's uh, close. We've gotten so. good news. He's recovering and he's close. He's getting there. He's getting there. So hopefully we get him back next week. Um, but Marsh and I are going to be able to take things at you here with uh, oh, yeah. the week two previews. Um, just some of our My, Mike, tell these people we just, well, I just discovered teasers here and. I've been creaming my pants looking at some of the options here for this week. Yeah, I'm loving the teaser bet. I can't believe that you didn't. Uh, I actually can't believe that you didn't know about those. But uh, yeah, so, so I don't know about you, you listeners, but um, the teaser bets basically what it is is it's like a par t- parlay. Um, so it pays out a little more than just picking the, the head-to-head games. Um, but you actually get to add six to your to your score. Um, or or seven or eight or nine or 10, but based on the amount, you get to choose your type of teaser. But for example, let's say the over under is 40 um, and you have a six point teaser uh, and you take the over, you would only have to get over 34. Mike, um, I got I got $2 down to win 32. I got Bengals plus one, Titans plus five and a half, Ravens minus one. Oh, I mean, this is Redskins plus nine and a half, Raiders. I mean, these, this is amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> Oh God. Um, anyway, so uh, so what, which ones are you? Uh, you said which? Say again. Which? What was the the first one you said? I think I left off. I left off at my Browns Ravens. I have over thirty two there. Um, Panthers even odds in that game against the Bills at home. Love that. Um, under, I got. Cardinals pick them against the most embarrassing football team in the history of football teams, the Indianapolis Colts. Raiders minus six against, again, the Jets. What are we even looking at there? And then, this is what I said earlier to you. I would put money on this. Um, Oakland, Jet, and then Jets over 36 and a half. Yeah, like I was saying, I, I love the I love the over unders with the teaser. Sheesh. I feel like, especially especially the overs. If you can lower that score by six points and then just cheer My for both goodness. teams for a whole game, it makes for for definitely a, a more entertaining uh, experience. My goodness. Well, and we talked about. I guess we could touch briefly here again on uh, tonight's game as we are recording here at approximately six twenty four game tonight. Here we talked about it. We picked. We went Cincinnati. We were we. Went with Cincinnati, took away our confidence, and then stuck with Cincinnati. Is that what we left at? I think I think pretty much that that quarterback situation and and, and Houston. I, I mean, I like Deshaun Watson, and I hope he can do big things for them. And and if he can, I I think they can compete. But uh, I just feel like he's getting thrown in there way too early. Yes, to, I mean to expect a guy who what seven months ago was in college. I mean, think about what we were like when we first got out of college and to go and run and well, not run, but be the face of a freaking NFL franchise. It's oh, just, there's, it's, there's no it's way. It's funny how at this point, you know, I, I, obviously when we were in college, you you always look at the pros and you think of those guys so much order. But now that we're, we're getting a little bit older, it's so weird to look, look at the sports and look at the NFL and be like, Oh man, yeah. that guy's three years younger than I am. You know, Ezekiel, like was a, 20, 22 now. You know, so he's, yeah. he's t- two years younger than I am. And think about all the attention, negative publicity and stuff he's had to deal that, with over the past year. That That's the weirdest thing to me is that people that are even 
like the few pros that are younger than us and to be put on that stage and think about where I was at. And like you said, that's perfect. Like the Zeke comparison, if we were going through that in our lives, oh my gosh. Oh, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine the way he feels. I mean, you, you go on Twitter. I mean, I'm sure he does. He's, he's 22. I'm sure of he's doing these reports on himself. And then he of goes course. and sees the comments. And, and, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's tough. It's got to be tough. It's got to be. You think it'll be way more of a toll on him than, than, than what it appears, but there was a different edge to him Sunday night too, though. I don't, I don't know if you noticed that, but but he had a different look oh. in his eyes. Like uh, it was more of a determined look. He wasn't as he wasn't as smiling normal self. Um, and it it, it it's definitely affecting him in some way. I think. Well, I mean, listen now. In terms of looking serious, he did give the challenge symbol, so I think he was feeling pretty good out there. I wouldn't like. He, here's the thing. He looked great. So it's, a, but he looked great last year. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm just hoping. I don't think this whole investigation necessarily turns into a positive in any case. I just hope he can bring what he brought last year. Um, and at that point, I think that's a huge win. He had a, how many yards did he have last year? He led the NFL in his rookie season. I mean, that's crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 1600 plus. If he just, if he just doesn't regress, I mean, that's, that's a positive after this freaking shit. You know, I was listening to some interesting stuff too this morning, just about the Cowboys in general, and it's it's yeah. funny how they were talking about um, how over the past year nobody really talks about how good Dallas is necessarily. They more talk about just what's going on in their franchise. You know, like last year it was all first Tony Romo goes down, who's going to step in? You know, then it was oh Dak Prescott steps in there. Do they really want to play Romo? Then the Zeke thing happens. You know, it just seems like we we never really the popular the the main media uh, outlets seem to be really hitting hard on just like the negative side of things that well, is going on in, in the he, Dallas situation. Here's the thing with that is with the media, you're talking like the clickbait, all the crap you see online. If ESPN puts out a headline um, like that, let's say last year, Dak Prescott is like five weeks into his killer season. Um, and they put out a line saying Dak Prescott uh, is such a good guy in the community. He's, you know, really, I mean, he's a leader. So like an article like that, that gets half the clicks at something like can a rookie quarterback who's never, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just like, like the news. If it bleeds, it leads. And drama sells when you're talking about the Cowboys being the most popular football team in America. Like people want to hear the drama and stuff, not how good Jerry's doing on a daily basis, you know? <laughs> for sure. Oh, for sure. No, I, I, re- I realize the reason why. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of times, you know, you look at like, for example, Alabama in college, we all talk about how good they are, you know, or the Patriots in the NFL. We talk about how good they are, like typically. But if you look at the yeah. Cowboys, really, I, I think they're actually underrated in some ways. Like <sighs> their team, I, I know I'm a big Cowboys fan, but they're complete. Like they're they're a complete team, uh, and if that secondary uh, is the only question mark really in my mind. And if if those young young guys can come in here and they're hungry and they can continue to play well, uh, how can anybody sit here and say that Dallas isn't at least the favorites in the NFC? It's just hard. I don't. I think they're they're easily top three in the NFC. So it's not crazy to say they're going to be in the NFC championship. I just. It's hard to get really excited, really up or down about any team in the first week. I know there were some real weaknesses that I guess you could say they addressed there. I mean, you talk about the defense looked really good. A lot of factors play in there coming from the other side. The Giants, uh, the obvious stuff, fitting fitting into a new system for a lot of those guys. Um, 
I love what, how Dallas looked. Don't get me wrong. They looked exactly what they did last year, a team that just dominates games. Like, last year, when you were watching them, they're, like, you were, it was halfway through the game. You're like, they're not going to lose this with their style mm-hmm. of play, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, the other night, it, even for a Cowboys fan, like, I'd say about midway through the third quarter, the game got boring because we all realized yes. it was over. I, I mean, they, they a lot, and it's funny. Like a, a lot of their games last year, even had that same feeling, and it's a good thing yes. for your team where you're so confident. It's like I go into games now expecting Dallas to win. Like before, it was like, man, I'd be nervous for the game, and I'd be really into it, and I'd get, I'd get angry at bad plays. Now it's like, ah, oh, they'll be fine. The next play, the next drive, they're going to score anyways. Oh, that, they'll, I, you know, they'll recover. That, that, honestly, that's the way I feel now. Whenever I watch them play, there's so much confidence behind them. Yeah, I'll be honest. Last year. I was on the boat where I didn't want Dak to be successful. I was a hater. Uh, I think your fan influenced me. Uh, your fandom overexcitement maybe at times. I was like, gosh, let's let's just tap the brakes here in Dallas. But um, it, you, you hit it perfectly where it was like halfway through games or a quarter through games, it would get boring because you're like, they're up two touchdowns. They don't lose these games. Like Dak showed week in, week out. Um, he can just play any type of role, make big throws, be a game manager in the end. Um, the dude just he know it's, he has some sort of instinctual ability with the game. He just knows where to be, knows how to play. It's amazing, man. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, there's there's not many guys I'd take over him anymore. Uh, he, he's he's slimming the list. Yeah, he's uh, slimming I mean, the list. The way he can run the ball, uh, and he runs like a running back. Yeah. Yeah, and he runs smart. Um, he's stocky on the bottom half, which is what you look at of a running back in itself, and to put that on a quarterback's body uh, is really – I mean, make, look, look at RG3's leg. I mean, the guy had skinny ankles, and two ACL surgeries later, he's out of the league. A guy built like Dak, you worry less about those issues. You know who Dak kind of reminds me of? And, and I, I think his career could end up being better, but Donovan McNabb. Yeah. You know, they both have that mobileness think, to them. They're thicker. They yeah. both have a big arm. They can make a lot of the throws. I, I, I think Dak is a, is a little bit more intelligent, actually, to be honest. I, I just, what I saw yeah. that now, obviously, over time, McNabb as a veteran, what he, I mean, he picked up on a lot of things that Dak might not have at this point in his career. Mm-hmm. But I think at, the, at this point in both of their careers, I, the fact that Dak can walk to the line and he can read a defense so well, like he did Sunday night, uh, that that spoke volumes to me. Uh, it shows that his mind is is a bigger attribute of his than a lot of us realized. I think where Donovan was behind him, maybe early on leadership wise, he made up with his physical attributes. Like I wouldn't say uh, Dak Prescott has Donovan McNabb's arm. I mean, he's top ten all time arms, and Dak is good, but not on that level. But like I said. Where, where Dak doesn't have that, he makes up with his mind. And at the quarterback position, that's so important. He's – if he just he just got to stay like this, you know. It's so early. It's hard to get so excited, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's hard not They're to They're our age. Yeah, yeah. And I, I look at I, – I, honestly, I, th- I think Dak's arm is even underrated, though, because I, there's, yeah. there's not been a throw that he's made in two years now that I've sat there and said, man – his arm can't make that throw because every time he impresses me more and more and he, he, he can throw the ball downfield. I mean, we didn't see it Sunday night, but we were, they were probably playing oh. the best secondary in the NFL. You know, part of that, part of that arm not being shown much though, is the system that they ran last year mm-hmm. where 
Listen, he made some big throws, but it wasn't, you know, the cornerstone of their offense. I think this year we're really going to see a better test of what hit because they're really going to open up the playbook to him this year, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I said in the original podcast that we had about them is, is I expected them to allow him to open things up a little bit more. Yeah, I, I thought that would lead to a little bit more turnovers. Um, but I think he'll put up the bigger numbers, you know, maybe yeah. instead, of, instead of three interceptions or four interceptions, you know, he might throw eight, but I think he'll throw seven, eight more touchdowns and totally. probably add a thousand yards, you know, totally. Um, and that's a trade off you take every day. I mean, a couple mm-hmm. more turnovers for the production he's going to bring. You take that trade off. And they, and they got to get Des Bryant involved in the game more. They got to find yeah. a way. I mean, I know I know Jenkins pretty much shut him down the other night. He looked amazing. Yeah, you know, and I'm not too excited about this weekend, really. I mean, if they're going to put Chris Harris on him all over the field or 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 to leave, I mean that that's uh, that, that's tough uh, secondary they got to deal with there too. Yeah, yeah. Let's um look at some of the games we've been freaking going deep on them boys. Uh, hmm. Is Odell going to be back here for the Detroit game? They're they're playing Monday. He's going to be back, right? I saw this morning they said he was back at practice in a limited fashion. You'd imagine that he's got to be playing. I mean, that yeah. offense looks so bad without him. I th- I, you think it's a must-win game? I know it's early. Do you think it's a must-win game already? It's, it's, it's damn close. If, yeah. I mean, the roars are going to get loud quick if they start 0-2. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you there. I mean, I I think that they fall to zero and two in that division, and and mm. um, it's to be tough to recover from there. Yeah, it, I think at the same time Odell comes back, we can switch this narrative really quick. Where, like I mentioned, Brandon Marshall is going to be a weapon for them. He's just got to get some time, some more reps there. They could come back this week against a really bad Detroit defense and look amazing, and we're flipping the script. You know, yeah, that could just as easily happen. Yeah, they didn't bring in Brandon Marshall to be the number one guy, you know. So that the fact that he had to do right. that Sunday night, I mean, he just had to step into a, a role that he it, wasn't wasn't really necessarily preparing for with this team. Exactly, exactly. Couldn't agree more. Um, going backwards from there, our game of the week, and we got to get Adams' pick on this as well. But Packers Falcons in Atlanta. What are you thinking after seeing both teams last week? Or a limited amount of Atlanta, but you know, whatever I think you we're going to see. Uh, I think we're going to see a completely different game than what we saw from both teams last week. I mean, I, I'm sure you're probably yeah. with me here. I expect an explosive game. I think the over under on the game is like 56 or 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 something. 54. It's yeah, up there. It's up there. So, um, and Vegas is, is typically pretty close. So, I mean, I expect this game to be in the 30s. Which um, Atlanta's offense didn't look the greatest last week, um, and and. Green Bay obviously was going up against one, maybe the best defense, second best defense in the league. Um, but yeah. I, I, I'd like to see, uh, man, it's tough. Uh, the fact that it's in Atlanta makes me want to go with the Falcons. But mm. I trust Rodgers, man. I, I think he's he's out. To, he wants he wants this one this year. You know, I mean, it just fell short last yeah. year. The Falcons kicked their ass in the playoffs last year as well. You know, I, yeah. I think uh, I think Green Bay goes in there and, and gets it done this week. Uh, like I said. Early on, um, I can't remember if it was the preview or first week here, but just the adjustment that Atlanta's going to see, it's not going to be – this isn't the end of the world again. That whole week one thing, can't overreact. Um, but there is going to be an adjustment coming off the system that they ran last year and putting in, you know, some new stuff. I think being in Atlanta, you know, Rodgers – Atlanta's not the craziest home field advantage. Rodgers is a veteran – not going to bother him as much. It's indoors, which is a plus for him. Um, and like you mentioned, they played 
about preseason as being by far the best defense in the league. So we knew that was going to be a gritty game. Both teams hate each other. Against Atlanta, it's going to be a totally different defense. Uh, I like Green Bay a lot here. Who won, who won that game last year? And, and it was in Atlanta, right? I, mean, I think it was the same weekend that I was down I, watching the Cowboys game in Dallas when they played the Philly. I'm pretty sure it was yeah, that shootout. Yeah. It was like the game yeah. of the year. I went to that game. It was, I think, I believe Green Bay ended up winning it. So Atlanta was up the whole game, and Green Bay came back in the end. Rodgers, I can't remember if that was the start of his little run, but he always has those first games where he starts just a tangent for seven weeks of godlike play. Um, but he uh, he brought him back and looked incredible in Atlanta. So I I don't think the the road is necessarily an advantage for a team like Atlanta. Yeah, that was the game that he did play really well. But I think that they ended up losing the game by a point at the very end. Did they? I'm I, I thought sure it was... Ryan drove down the field to score at the at the very very end of the game, like maybe the last you play might, of the game. You might be I, right. I think he. I think Sanu. I'm pretty sure he, he hit him on and Sanu at the end to win the game. But I, I I might be wrong. I can't remember. But um, all I know is it was it was definitely a a really good game. Great um, game. I, I think we we'll, I think we could see the You're same right, quality Mike. They game won this by week. One. The Falcons yeah, one by one. one. You were right. I, I thought so. I thought I remembered something with, with Sanu scoring at the end. I remember seeing an alert when I was yeah. at the Cowboys Stadium. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like. Uh, I think we'll get a similar game. That high scoring, it'll be extremely entertaining. Um, I like week two overall. I, I think week two overall is going to be more entertaining. I mean, I, week one was a little bit of a letdown. I think uh, yeah. um, from an entertainment standpoint, uh, a lot of the bigger games. You know, the Dallas game was a little bit of a letdown, and the Kansas City New England game. I mean, it gave us something to talk about, but it wasn't really the best football game. And, Mike, what I think we're seeing here with the early season stuff, you talk about week one just being a little bit of a disappointment. This whole preseason debate that, you know, we're seeing being talked about all across the NFL. You know, do we play star players? We see all the players getting hurt, Julian Edelman, all these massive impacts across the league. Do I not play them, give them no reps? They come in looking like, you know, Cam Newton in week one who looked real, real iffy there. Um it's something that the NFL is going to have to figure out here because it's a hard to balance either way. And, you know, these week ones, these early, we, we saw a lot of struggling football teams. What do you, what do you suggest? What do you, what kind of, what kind of ideas do you have? What do you think they should do? I think we got to cut down the preseason games. Um, it doesn't make any sense half the time, especially we can easily cut off week four. Um, and then just increased practice time. You know, obviously we've limited the pad time that where the contact that makes sense, but just give these guys, they come in in such a short window and are expected to put in so much new stuff, new players. It's a hard, a hard window to fit that in. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting topic too. And when you think about it, um, where's the NFL going to go from here? You know, what's, what's the NFL going to look like 10 years from now with, with everything yeah. going on with the CTE cases and concussions and injuries, uh, you know, is it, are we going to see a, a, a closer to almost like flag football? Like no, maybe not quite yeah. that, but you know what I mean? Like a, a, a less contact. I feel like eventually the equipment and stuff's going to look more like lacrosse or hockey because guys aren't going to be hitting each other. A lot of the, they say a lot of the injuries are related to the equipment. And they say if they change yeah. the, the helmet, that, that would help a lot. I mean, that's a heavy thing to have on your head. I, I think the what it's going to come down to here in a couple of years, look, you look at MMA. Um, obviously, we could talk about the health risks and hazards going into a sport like that. But at the end of the day, those fighters know what they're getting into. And 
uh, 90% of them enjoy that part of it. NFL players are the same way. They talk about going out there and wanting to hit somebody, not necessarily head-to-head, but they like the physical contact. That's why they're NFL players. So I think at a certain point, um, safety is going to do everything that it can, but the NFL is going to bend to a point and refuse to bend any farther in terms of rules, what fans want to see, and what these players want to play in terms of a product that's put on the field. They enjoy what they enjoy doing, you know? Yeah, that, that's a great point. It's a great way to look at it. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think the NFL is just feeling some heat, you know, from totally. just outside. I mean, and even if you look at youth sports, you know, and Pop Warner football and things like that. Uh, you I, talk I about something we could change. We You, you got to take contact out of youth sports. That's something you can change. T- delay that time frame, no question. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm looking through the games. My Patriots going into New Orleans week two. I don't see – I got blind faith and it makes me nervous, but I don't see how they start the season 0-2. What are you thinking um, – what are you thinking about the Patriots there? Uh, feeling really good about giving them six points on my teaser. and uh, Love it. And, and having a, a half a point uh, difference between them and the Saints. I mean, they're going to win the game this weekend. Uh, if, if, if anything, we know for sure is Belichick and Brady are going to have the boys ready. They realize, hey, yes. we dropped the ball last week. You know, there's going to be a new focus. Hey, uh, that whole, oh, man, 19-0, we're the best team, all this stuff. Uh, I think that's all obviously out the door after one week. And like I said last week, I I think that that might be in the back of Bill Belichick's mind. And I think he probably was smirking on the inside um, while it was happening because he realized, man, all the attention is going to go off us now. Now we can just go focus and do what we do best. And and I think that's what we'll see this weekend. Uh, And Monday morning, we'll be hearing about, oh, the Patriots are fine. Tom Brady's back. He's going to win MVP. They're going to win the Super Bowl. It's going to be the same conversation. Again, like I said, you can't overreact from week one. Of course, there's some real things that even preseason carried over there. Um, you talk about some Cowboy questions that were answered. The Patriots were somewhat the opposite. When you talk about that defensive line, they looked uh, embarrassing. Uh, and no pressure was put on Alex Smith. That makes me real nervous. But uh, like I said, that motivate Bill- – Belichick knows – how to motivate his team. Uh, you don't win games that like they do if you're not motivated to win for your coach and love who you're playing for. So uh, I think I think we bring him back to one and one there. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I got um, I got him in my teaser too. I got him in my teaser. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually deciding I have an eleven dollar free play uh, tonight to, uh, through my bookie. So I was trying to decide if, should I just throw the eleven dollars on the Texans with the with the on the money line and see if I can double up on it, even though it's against my pick. Oh, that's that. I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> no, oh. no. So, man, these teasers, they're, they're like you said, they're, they're game changers. Yeah. You know, oh that's my the, gosh. That's the, that's the route I'm, I'm leaning towards here on my weekends. Um, yeah. Some of these other games looking, here that we got, uh, yeah. Carolina, Buffalo. Hold on. I want to talk about, we, I feel like we had a disagreement there with the Browns Ravens game. You th- you think the Browns they're sitting plus eight? You like that line? You gotta give me some reasons there because I'm the opposite of that right now. Uh, I just think Baltimore defensively is there, but eight points is a lot. Uh, and if you're yeah. looking if you're looking at it from their perspective as it's going to be more of a defensive game, um, I f- I just feel like eight points is uh, the game's going to be within one score. And and other than other than Eight's the highest number that that could be. You know, typically football games tend to be at seven, you know, three. A lot of times that's where you see them ending up. And I just feel like eight's a, a lot for a, a more of a defensive battle. I mean, the, uh, Cleveland looked impressive week one. 
um, being able to hang with the Steelers. Um, so I, I think we'll probably see a similar thing this weekend. Uh, I like the Ravens to win the game, twenty to seventeen. Twenty to seventeen goals. I don't. I don't agree with that. I think Deshaun Kaiser. You talked about it the last time. Just a rough road to start a career on. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked decent against that. Well, I wouldn't even say decent. He looked okay at best against the Steelers' defense. Uh, the Ravens' defense that he's facing here this week is a whole other level. Uh, Andy Dalton, in some years, we've given him a lot of hype. He looked absolutely awful, and I don't think Deshaun Kaiser does any better. I got, I got, did I put them in the teaser here? I believe just to feel comfortable, I'll put the Steelers in there. Yeah. Or the Ravens. I love the Ravens. Love the Ravens. Even with eight, I'd take them any way you want it. Any way you want it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy too, to think that, uh, you know, some of the Lions could be really, really wild. I mean, like you look at that, uh, that 14 point game with the, the Jets, uh, or I think it's the Jets. Is it the Jets that we saw that was 14? Or? Yeah, yeah. The Jets and the Raiders is 14. Again, yeah. I don't see – no, it's, it's down it's – maybe San Francisco changed, and right? Seattle. San Francisco yeah. and Seattle is 14. I mean, giving 20 points to an NFL team, I mean, that's 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 a that's a big number, you know? That's true. Especially that's true. If, uh, Seattle didn't look good week one. No. You know? Well, they're, they're given they're – given, well, we saw – we could easily see Raven Cincinnati and the Seahawks 49ers here where they throw a shutout picks and it's just I mean they totally dominate the game because mm-hmm. they did they looked they made Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers was struggling there and really caught some momentum at the end. They're gonna do something crazy to Brian Hoyer. Yeah, yeah. You're true. That's that's true. Hey, you're probably right. I, I could definitely see that game ending in a shutout. But uh, the shutout, I could, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. You're 20 right. points, 20, in the, yeah. It's tight. It's tight. I, uh, the Seahawks defense, you can't take any positives. I guess the rookie, can't remember his name, the running back for Seattle had a nice run. Um, other than that, their offense was embarrassing. So I can see 20 points for an NFL team. That's that's a lot. It's a lot. Let's ca- see. Let's go ahead and get on that. Uh, that what was the. <laughs> Was the that, boys, uh, the boys, Broncos. Yeah, we can go ahead on that. Let's touch on that. What, what are you? What are your feelings there? Um, in Denver, I could tease them for plus four. I. That's a tough one. That's a tough one because you're talking about on the road. Denver, Seattle are both two. Denver, Seattle, Kansas City are legit home field advantages. Points. I, I'm sick with the Cowboys. Uh, yeah. Like we talked about that that week one, that that game transfers to the road. Dak is a quarterback again. Where you get in trouble on the road is turnovers. Giving the other team the game when really when you look at it, Vegas probably gives Denver three points for that home field advantage. If you hand them more, um, it makes it a lot harder. I think the Cowboys are the opposite of a team like that. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I think. Uh... We're going to see a similar story to what we saw on Sunday night. I, I think it's a similar situation. Really, really good defense. Uh, the offense isn't the greatest in Denver. Um, so I, I could see yeah. Dallas really dominating time of possession, uh, taking care of the ball. And, and we see a similar situation where there's not tons and tons of scoring, you know, but maybe 20 to 10, 24, 10, somewhere in there. You know, I could, yeah. I could see the game. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if I really see it even being a close game, though. Like Denver, 
I don't know. I'm just not sold on them. Trevor Simeon as your quarterback. Uh, I yeah, just, but CJ Anderson looked that running game looked for sure. really freaking good. For sure, but I'm more comfortable with Dallas's front seven more than their secondary. You know, so I think in order to beat them, you've got to have a quarterback who's going to be able to you know throw the ball. And and uh, Eli didn't look good week one, but I still feel better about Eli Manning than I do Trevor. I Simeon. I agree with you, but I don't think you can say this isn't going to be a close game. I think. I agree with you. They need a quarterback to beat them, but Denver has everything to keep it close. So oh, I, I, I think the game, game may be betting-wise. I, I think, again, it could appear close, um, but I, I think it'll be another situation where Dallas just dominates the game. They dominate time of possession, uh, yeah. and they end up winning a low-scoring game where there's not a ton of possessions. Yeah. I'll be honest. Betting-wise, I'm going to stay away from it, but I like um, Dallas, though. Yeah, I'm sure. staying away from the two. The line is – it's it's one of those awkward lines. But, yeah, that's um, freaking to me. But I, I still like Dallas to win the game. And then – okay, so another big one was Jets-Raiders. Um, the the thing I love about this game, the over-under here, 43-and-a-half, tease it for over, what, 37-and-a-half? I really like that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's not that's not a bad one there at all. Um, but the question is, is is what what did New York score this weekend? Twelve on Buffalo. I mean, uh, yeah, but oh. I I can see them putting up nine and the Raiders easily putting up thirty. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that that line's pretty. Yeah, I think it'll be a tight one. I mean, any, I, anytime you can have Oakland in a game that, that the over under is thirty in the thirties, though, you, I mean that's a that's a good exactly take there, yeah, exactly. Sure. For sure, for sure. Um, another one of these. There was another over under here. Oh, tonight's game. Tonight's game is thirty eight points. I can't believe you can pick an NFL game and a, and a teaser would be thirty two. You know, that's a over thirty two points in an NFL game. Seventeen sixteen. You know, yeah. if one of these teams score twenty, you only need twelve points the other way. I mean, I think that's a that's a no brainer. Tag that that one on under your teaser to start off your week. In the words of Cowherd, though, here, does Vegas know something about Cincinnati? I mean, I don't think they'd put – again, we know it's going to be a low-scoring game, but they're looking at something atrocious. I mean, did both teams just come out and – I mean, they still – it makes it makes me nervous. It makes me nervous with both of those quarterback situations being where they're at and, and the defenses that are going to be on the field. Yeah, but I mean, you, you did, they might have been the two teams that looked the worst week one, and this is, this is probably a game where they both teams might have an opponent, an easier opponent than they're going to see here for a little while. So this might be the most offense we see from either team, um, yes. you know, early on in the season, at least for for them. I mean, it is, I, I would, I would put in a teaser, but I am out of funds for the weekend. I <laughs> put my five dollars down and I am now at thirteen cents. So <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> uh, what else do we want to look at? Oh, I, here's one that I think is great. You throw the Cardinals in a teaser, minus seven, put them at minus one. You're telling me that's essentially a pick 'em Cardinals and Colts. I'm feeling pretty confident about that. Oh damn right! That was one of the first ones I threw in there. Was that that, that yeah. Cardinals, Cardinals Colts one? Um, I, I like Carolina over Buffalo. That that one you can get to minus one. You know, yeah. obviously you said about New New England and New and New Orleans. You can get that to New England uh, minus half a point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there are some there are some really good ones. What do you what do you think about that Philly Kansas City game? I was literally just gonna say what you think about Carson Wentz. I, I'm. I think uh, I definitely had them in my teaser here. I looked through it. I think I gave um, Philly the six and put it at 11.5. Carson Wentz looked unbelievable in week one. And 
we know here how football's won on the offensive and defensive line. That team on both ways. Dallas may have a beat on the offensive line, but if you consider both lines, it's the best team in the league. Yeah, uh, and and defensively they they're there. They've got the quarterback. You know, they've got some receivers outside now that are at least something fresh. Yeah, uh, I mean it's 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 an interesting case. I mean, like you were bringing up uh, Cowherd earlier, uh, I, I, he has them ranked as the, his top team, the, the Eagles. Really? I didn't even I didn't even see that he was his top blazing ten or something. He let out something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'm tempted to take Philly with my upset pick. Going, you you would take no Eric Berry. That's gonna be a bigger hit than a lot of people are are counting for. You know, that's I, mean, I know true. a lot of people are counting on that, but but five and a half points to a team that that's one to know who some people consider one of the best teams in football. And Kansas City lost the, the, one of their anchors on defense. The only thing that would make me nervous, I like that as an upset pick, is um, who went down for them. The corner they just traded for is it was a Darby. Darby, yeah, Darby did go down. Yeah, that's now again, like we talked about, the strength of this team is not in their DBs; it's up front. Um, but when you lose a guy like that, it's it it hurts. With that being said, the pressure they're going to put on Alex Smith is going to look like a different universe compared to New England. So um, if, I like him. If they find a way to shut down Tyree Kill. Uh, then I, I think tough. I think they win. They they win for sure. Um, so I, I think that's going to be the the question there. If if, if Hill's going to make add a hundred yards to Alex Smith every week, you know, just by his his pure speed being able to make plays. Uh, I mean that's a that's a hell of a weapon in Kansas City. I, I say take away Travis Kelsey. Tyree Hill is gonna he's gonna find his at some point wherever it's at on the field. So I would focus more on there ancillary pieces and see what they can take apart but i like philly i think you got a good upset pick there i'm not, i don't know i'm going with them quite yet do you want to go ahead and jump right into our our upset picks here to cl- kind of close yeah did we we went with upset three? lock and game of the week we got okay what was, did we have a lot atlanta green bay atlanta was the game of the week and yeah. I, I, I went with green bay who are you going with I'm going with Green Bay as well there. I like Green Bay. So we both got Green Bay for our game of the week. Um, Upset pick. What are you feeling? Upset. You got me really excited about Philly. Um, I would probably go – you know what? I'm going to go with my Vikings again here this week. Um, Five and a half points. Pittsburgh played a really bad team and looked iffy. I, I like the Vikings going in there, getting five and a half. The way they played, I'm, I'm going with that was my upset. Yeah, I mean, I, I, looking at the rest of these games here, it's really it's tough. I mean, I, I, I guess we could consider Green Bay our, our upset, but um, but uh, no, I, I like I like your Philly pick. I like your Philly pick. I think that's the route that I'm going to go. Yeah, I think that's the route yeah. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go with Philly going in there. Eric Berry down. Um, yeah. I think Carson Wentz gets it done as, as much as it pains me to say, I, I hate seeing Philly being <laughs> seriously, but uh, honestly, I, I think they're them green Bay, Atlanta, obviously are, are, are well, Atlanta's a little shaky. I think Atlanta with that, that whole super Bowl hangover is going to be a little bit down this year, but, um, yeah. but I think green Bay, Philly, Dallas are, are kind of leading the way in the NFC. Yeah. I'm going lock of the week Cardinals. Uh, I'll take the seven points You can put them in a teaser, put it at one, pick them. I don't care how you put it. I like the Cardinals as my lock here. That Colts team is hardly fielding an NFL roster. 
Yeah, I'm going to go. I, I like that pick a lot, um, but I'm going to go with uh, Mr. 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 Brady himself uh, and the Patriots. Okay. Counted as a lock. They're getting it done. I'm sorry, Drew. AP uh, causing some drama there. Uh, even though yes. I like it, give him, give him the ball, give him the ball. But yeah. uh, we're gonna. I'm going to go with the lock. New England gets it done. I couldn't agree or sorry disagree with you more here on the AP thing. Uh, the guy is is not there anymore. And you talked about the to- last podcast. You got excited. Oh. He was getting angry and all this stuff. No way. No way. He the guy the ball six times. He's all like. Mm. Oh, he didn't get consecutive carries the whole night. Like, get, let the guy get his feet under him, give him a chance, see what he's got. I mean, I, I, there's no reason this, this. There's no reason he doesn't touch the ball 15 times early in the first half this weekend. I, I, that's what I want to see. New Orleans, give him the yeah. ball 15 times, see what he can do. If he gets shut down, cut him the next day. Don't get him out of your locker room. But who knows? <laughs> Maybe he keeps you in the game. Maybe he breaks up and he presses up and improve in there um, against New England, you know, and keeps it close. But uh, uh, unfortunately, I just don't think that's the route they go. And like I said, I'm going with the Patriots to be my lock. I like. Your take there where, hey, let's give him 15. If he doesn't do it, we cut him. I imagine this can be a painful buyout. But I don't see any <clears throat> any sort of positivity coming out of what he looked like in week one, the system that they run, his expectations here coming in. At the end of the year there with Minnesota was not a productive in terms of yard per run, was not a productive player. He's not the same guy. You got Mark Ingram, pro bowler. And Kamara there, who's going to be a stud. You got two reasons right there why you don't give him the chance. But just just do what you got to do, New Orleans. Hey, you want to hear something? A, a funny take here, too? Um, yeah, tell me. If AP does not finish the season with New Orleans, he will finish it with the Cowboys. Why? Jerry, no, Jerry you don't Jones, want that. I'm not saying that's what I want. but and, I, and actually, I would. I would love to have AP as my backup behind Zeke. But no. uh, Jerry Jones is already he, – he, we all know he has that fascination with him. Um, you know, even even as much as last year he was talking about a while he had Zeke. Um, it would not surprise me at all. He, Jerry Jones said it last year. I'd love to see A.J. Peterson end his career in a Cowboy uniform. So I, but, he gets dropped, and he's sitting there in free agency. You've got Alfred Morris and Darren McFadden as your backups, which are quality backups. But it's not Adrian Peterson. I'm telling you, it would not surprise me in the slightest bit if Dallas picks him up quickly. If he can show signs of being able to believe in a role where he's very limited and is not close to the number one option, I think him going to Dallas would be amazing. Like uh, that would be so much fun. Um, if that can happen, <clears throat> Jerry, Jerry's the one guy. I got nuts. In my freaking <coughs> throat. <laughs> Jerry's the one guy who can do it though. Um, we'll see. Yeah, for sure. I mean, hey, it's a it's a hell of a what if. But if it does end up happening, I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest bit if if a day later he, he's on his way to to Arlington. Well, let's wrap this this boy up. Yes, Any closing sir. thoughts? Waiting here. We'll, we'll we'll be back Tuesday morning, right? Yeah, we're we're dying for some questions here. You know, we had yes. a, we had we had we only got a couple in the in the box, but we're looking for uh, we're looking for some questions here. We'll hit on them. Um, email us three amigos podcast at gmail uh, yes. Hit us with some DMs. Drop us a comment. Um, but we're dying for some questions here from you guys. Uh, give us some feedback. Uh, like I said, uh, Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud. Yes. Uh, anything to add, Marsh? Be back Tuesday, 
check check so the social media pages for any sort of updates. We'll put out tweets. Um, you know, just stay in touch. And like Mike mentioned, on we'd love some questions. Want to hit a mail back here for you guys. So I will look forward to being in your ear holes Tuesday. Yep. And uh, to our, our compadre sitting at home, Adam, hope you feel better. Yes. Um, see you next week. We'll see you next week, compadre.